Let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for this chance to gather. We give you thanks for the gift of your word. Um, God, give us new eyes and new ears to see you clearly. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Good evening, friends, and welcome uh, to another fun-filled edition of <laughs> Scripture Talk. Um, I yes, it is up on up on uh, up on camera five. Jesus Still some adjustment I need to make on camera five. Um, but welcome to another uh, fun-filled edition of uh, Scripture Talk. I am Pastor Trey Comstock. With me is the full crew, uh, including Sister Brandy Dudley, Pastor Scott Ketchup, and on the ones and twos, Brother Stacy Tyler. Yes, I. am. I'm overjoyed. I'm overjoyed that we can all be together in the studio. It's been a number of weeks since all four of us have been gathered. Uh, or, you know, recently we had to do like the bare, you know, the bare bones OG crew of just right. Scott and I. Um, and got to recognize also two years ago this time was when we were doing our first Zoom episodes. Um, yeah. because that was early, early in the lockdown um, as we've coming up on two years of af- since that. Um, but uh, tonight uh, we've got kind of an all timer. Um, this is the, uh, I'll also admit this is one we've covered on this show b- before, I think fairly early in its run. Yeah. Um, this is one we've done before. Um, it, it is in the NRSV labeled the parable of the prodigal and his brother. It is better known, um, as the parable, of the prodigal son. Uh, and so I'm going to read it kind of in two sections. It's going to be uh, Luke. It's selections from Luke 15. It's going to be Luke 15 verses one through three. Then I'm going to jump down uh, to 11 B through 32, which is kind of the body of the parable one through three just kind of gives you. Yo, who is Jesus talking to yeah. um, when he tells this story, um, which, uh, which matters? And now, all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to hear him, to near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling, saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property. Give me me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and traveled to a distant country. And then he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine uh, took place throughout the country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him to the fields to feed the pigs. He would, ha- would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare? But here I am dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before you I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves quickly, Bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate for this this son of mine was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found they began to celebrate now his elder son was in the field 
and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called, uh, called one of the slaves and asked him what was going on. He replied, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has gotten him, him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him, but he answered his father, Listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you, and I have never disobeyed your command, yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when, the son, when this son of yours came back, who, was, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. I know this isn't perhaps the uh, the main thrust of this, uh, but this does ad- accurately uh, predict church people sometimes, right? <laughs> um, because often, like, obviously this analogy, right, the lost sinner um, is the son, uh, the younger son, God, you know, through Christ is the father. Um, and then you have to ask yourself, like, who's the brother and who's the party, right? Because there are kind of two reactions um, yeah. to someone finding kind of uh, unlikely forgiveness after a life of dissolute living, um, wine, women, and song. Um, and that is, uh, we can be part of the celebration that says, oh, I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you, you are here. I am so glad you are forgiven. I'm so glad uh, what was lost has now been found, that you have seen the light, you've come back. You know, hallelujah, so praise God, right? We can be the party. Or we can be the brother um, that is like, uh, well, like, on some level, this actually came up on a on a secular podcast I was listening. Not a Christian show. It's called The Dollop. It's very critical Christianity, and often in deserved ways. But one of the hosts kind of goes off in this like, "Isn't this ridiculous? Right? You can come to Christ in your deathbed, and you get the same thing um, that someone who has been a, a, a believer their whole lives gets." To which I go, "Yeah." Um, and our, our goal um, as committed Christians is to not be the brother, not to be the brother and look around like, "What did I get?" What you got, like, you got so much. In some ways, you have gotten more um, because you didn't have to go through this thing of, like, you know, uh, feeling unloved at rock bottom, right? Like, the older brother does get more, um, but he just has tunnel vision because the younger brother is getting something now, right? Like, you get a lot. Chill out. Be glad. Uh, And so, like, we love this. We love this scripture. Because we place ourselves with the younger brother. And we should, right? Like, that is a like a very important reading of this. Um, but I always want to challenge us to realize that, like, if you are not the... If you are at the position where you were the younger brother and now you are not, you still have to make the choice if you're going to be the older brother of the party. And I recommend being the party. Yeah. It, oftentimes, when, when people are looking at that idea that you're talking about of coming in at the last minute, getting the same blessing. What? Well, you're forgetting what we like to point out, the the power of salvation isn't just to get yeah, out of right. hell free not, yeah. It's oh. about abundant life here and now. It, it starts here now, and it makes this current life more bearable and gives us strength to go through the stuff that's going on. Uh, one of the things I... Um, found interesting uh in this is you see, you see the uh the brother you know 
brings back memories of Adam. Right. When Adam yeah, yeah. goes, this woman that you gave me. <laughs> yeah. or, or, or like when, when my kid does something and I come home and the wife says, do you know what your son did today? No, your son did, did yes. Today? The uh, son of yours. The son of yours. And, 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 but the father counters it. Yes. Your brother. Yeah, your this, brother. Your brother who was lost. Yours this was brother of yours. This brother of yours, yes. You're connected here, too. Yeah. And so it kind of gives this idea of having, you know, like we pointed out, two sons that don't quite understand the right. love of the father. The first one's assuming he's not going to be accepted back as a son. He's there hanging out, you know, uh, with the pigs. I mean, you know, our, our society, you know, we, we have our beloved Peppa and Porky and Wilbur and all that. Delicious. P- P- yes. Bacon. Most definitely. Bacon. Peppa Pig. But not, not, it was all considered unclean. He himself messing and working with pigs would have been unclean. What's well, so the idea? Is he's written he's rock he's bottom. Doing. Yeah, uh-huh. he, it's their rock bottom. And then, you know, going, hey, this slop looks pretty good. Let me go back and at least be a hired hand. He didn't get it. And then the brother, who literally now has everything, because the first brother already got his inheritance. Right. And and it doesn't say that he's all of a sudden going to split the inheritance again. Right, no, it he's just not. Right, he like the brother's gotten what he's back. got. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so that's the other part is the older brother has gotten more. Right, mm-hmm. because the, the, the estate's going to continue to grow, right? Uh, and so he's going to end up with more, and he is going to have security for a lifetime um, in a way that the younger brother isn't going to. There is a material difference mm-hmm. between the older brother and the younger brother that the older brother is, uh, the father tries to remind him, but like the older, older brother is losing sight of. Yeah. The other part of this is, I got bad news for your friends, it still isn't about earning anything. Right? Uh-huh. It still is not about earning it i know like neither one of them i know we really love we love the like you know we we live in a capitalist society and so and that you know i understand like we work for a living and and, you know you want to spend wisely and you know invest so you can retire blah 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 right like i understand that our economy is based on the idea that you work and you earn uh, it turns out your life with God is still not going to be about you work and you earn. <laughs> it just isn't, right? And so that does mean that fundamentally, um, the deathbed confession uh, gets the same thing that the life that the ninety-year-old Christian does. But right? people don't like that idea. I know. They think it's not fair because they've been serving God ever since they it's came out fair. the womb it's and everything. And I built this church and built that church, and this man over here hasn't even stepped in church. And everything, but yet he gets the same benefits as I do. So that kind of mindset is. This is why we should sing yeah. fewer songs about dying and going to heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 not to put too fine, not to go back to my favorite axe to grind. But this is part of why we shouldn't do this. Uh-huh. This is why we shouldn't, you know. And Scott brought this up, and you know, and I appreciate that because this is part of why when you sell Christianity as fire insurance, <laughs> that it really does, like you know. But also, also. Whoever said it was going to be fair. Right. And what is fair? Right. Grace is fundamentally unfair. And, and the reality. <laughs> because it's a gift. Because it's a gift. Yeah. Right. And it's a gift that none of us deserve. That's right. And so this is just, this is us all going, us as committed Christians going, well, we are less undeserving. We're still undeserving. We're just less undeserving than these other sinners right and it's it's us but 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 if we take that attitude are we ac- are we actually are we actually better right because what we're doing is letting judgment slip into us 
Thank you, Lord. I'm not as bad as this yeah. publican. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I pay bad. my tithe every day. It, we, and it's that <laughs> idea that we constantly, even when we're claiming it's not fair, we're not really wanting fair. What we're wanting is more on this end than over there. Right. Like, like we, we've said, you know, I want the justice to the people over there, the mercy toward myself. Uh-huh. When God's going, but it should be mercy to tu everyone. Gracias, Señor. <laughs> yeah. Tu yeah. Gracias, Señor. Yeah. Sobre me. Yeah. I say it so, in Spanish because it fits, but so your grace, me. your grace, your grace over For me. me. Right. Yeah. Like we love me. it. Right. Like we <laughs> love this parable when we're the prodigal son. Um, and then, you know, and then obviously like one of the reasons why I, I could have just left out verses one through three, you don't need it. Um, except it frames who Jesus thinks the, the older son is. It's yeah. the Pharisees, right? Like, it, so the, so the Pharisees are grumbling like this man eats with sinners. This man eats with sinners. But it's not the well that needs a physician. It's the sick. Yes. <laughs> of course I eat with sinners. Why do you think I'm here at your house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and what we often leave out in this is this isn't the first parable during no, this no. dinner. He hits three that keeps hitting this same the lost idea. Yeah, yeah. The lost sheep. It's the a, lost, it coin. lost coin and then yeah, uh, and prodigal then the son. son. Yeah. The prodigal son where he definitely points the finger at the son who's still in the house. Yeah. Right, that that neither of them, neither of the sons mm-hmm. get it. And, and and in that way, both sons are shown grace mm-hmm. by the father, right? Um, one we, and We see the father seek out both of them. The seek one, out both of them. He's watching along the way, and then he goes out to the son. Because in son as much, come in. didn't he grab his road where he can run to him faster? Yes. Yeah. Because that's not normal for undignified. a man to do that. No, he's undignified, but also... And this is where, like, again, we all, as we approach this text, like, I want us to think about it both as what we have received, this grace, mm-hmm. and then the ongoing challenge of being a committed Christian, um, is you have this image of the father challenging in a loving way mm-hmm. the brother, uh. right? That you are seeing both grace and conviction, right? Um, that you really mess up. You're not, both sons mess up, right? In Mm -hmm. this text, both sons mess up. And neither son gets rejected, but there is also chiding and challenge, right? And the difference between the younger brother and the older brother is the younger brother knows he needs it, (laughs) knows he needs the grace. And so he is received differently. Repent. Repent. Like he, but he comes and says, he leads with like he has his whole speech ready, whatever it is, right? Like I have sinned against you. And yeah, he was and the, practicing on the way home. Right, he has, what he he's going to say, you know, he has his whole confessional speech. Yeah, that he is prepped, that he is ready, um, he is ready to confess, and he shows up and confesses, and the father celebrates. The older brother is self righteous, mm-hmm. and so the older brother is still met with grace. He's not met with rejection. Um, he is still met with the love of the father and a reminder of the father's love and also conviction. Which I think is one of the key things to remember in here. Um, it, it's a semantic thing, but it isn't the prodigal son who's receiving all the forgiveness. It's when he's turned to be repentant, the yes. penitent son that's getting the forgiveness. And so we don't see the being wrapped and all of that with the older son because we don't see him make that change. Right. We just see it being thrown at his door because... He's leaving that unspoken question to his audience. 
are you are who are you who are you going to be yeah. right because to the primary audience as set up by verses one through three for this the primary audience is not the sinners yeah the primary audience this is in a way Jesus defending the sinners yeah against the Pharisees yeah and so the, like this is where like reading it and it's again like you can leave out one through three and plenty of people do but to include one through three puts it in its original context and then shades why because <laughs> you could also just leave the brother off right like yeah. you could end it before the, the older brother and then it's just all happy and it actually ends kind of weird uh-huh. because it is meant to both tell sinner right the sinners are there too mm-hmm. right jesus is eating with them um that hey you're welcome right like what what i am doing this is me explaining the parable of what i'm doing right now mm-hmm. you're the younger brother here i am i'm the father i'm welcoming you home i'm yeah, you are welcome yeah. right i celebrate i am celebrating you and these other people mm-hmm. uh, to these other people um let us understand that we want everybody to find god Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we, this is the thing we want. And uh, our own jealousy is perhaps not a healthy. Um, uh, we talked about giving it a temptation. Uh, that was yesterday. Well, I have had a weird uh, 48 <laughs> hours. Uh-huh. Um, that was yesterday. Um, I had jury duty and now I'm on a jury. I think that's all I can legally say. Uh, <laughs> but I am on a jury now. Um, it's uh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Jury duty. Um, jury duty. Jury duty. Um, but there is this, like, you know, this jealousy that we feel like, well, they get the same thing we get. Mm-hmm. A, yes and no, right? They certainly get to yeah. go to the same place. Um, and they get the same loving God of grace. And it was great when it was you. Um, and so <laughs> it can be great when it's somebody else. In other words, don't hate the player. Hate the game. No, it is actually, uh, it is, it ain't a game. Yeah. Right? They, they may think it is because, okay, the Pharisees should know better. They're supposed to be yeah, the teachers. That's kind of yeah. what he's pointing right, at. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, but you but you understand like we, we talk about the Pharisees a lot, so does the Bible. The Pharisees are absolutely convinced that the way to never go into exile again is to be as precise in your obedience as possible. Exactly. Which it's which in and of itself is not a bad idea, right? It's essentially what the Sermon on the Mount says. Uh-huh. Um, but the difference between the Pharisees and Jesus is not how seriously they take the law. Um, it's what do they do to people who do not follow the law. Yeah. Where the Pharisees yeah. go wrong is not their love of the law. It is how Lack they let grace. their love of the law influence how they treat people who don't follow the law. Yeah. Because what they said is, I ain't going to have anything to do with you because your uncleanliness is catching. And so I'm going to shun you. I'm going to label you a sinner and I'm going to reject you so that I don't catch your sin. Yeah. And what Jesus says is, nah. Um, I'm gonna die for them instead, and I'm gonna show how much I how much I love them, mm-hmm. um, and you too. Um, and even though you're gonna kill me, um, uh, forgive them, Father, because they know not what they do. Right? Like I'm going to greet them with love. I'm still gonna challenge them. Right? We are all challenged. Once we get in the door, once we mm-hmm. get into the party, mm-hmm. we're yeah, challenged yeah, yeah. to grow. Um, but it is saying that like you misunderstand, you understand one thing super well. Mm-hmm. The way God's wants you to behave in the world. But what you left out and what the prophets spent a lot of time talking about is how we treat others. Yeah. And they don't get that. And they don't get that. They're the brother. They're the older brother. They don't they get that. They're the older brother. They yeah. don't get that. Yeah. And, and when we look in our, um, you know, here and now in today's society, we're all in this place. If you're in the church, 
you've hopefully been at that place where God, like the dad, took his robe off and covered the right. nastiness with his own righteousness. And if you by the way, if you, if you, by the way, if you haven't, you're still welcome. And yes. when you yes. get there, I'll lose you. Anyways, no doubt. continue. And um, you know, you, you have that, as Wesley put it, uh, heart was strangely warm. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, moment of, and so that's great, and that's where the rejoicing comes from. No, if you've moved past that in the church, you should be sitting there when you watch other people come in, and then that's where we're faced with, are we being the older brother on these ideas of, well, these people, oh man, I know what they did to me, and now they're here, and we're just going to accept them with open arms? Yep. Well, we should. Yep, we absolutely are going to do that. That is what uh, we're called to do. It's like yesterday, um, I'm not going to call out names, but uh, we had a brother sitting in in the office yesterday talking about... Um, how he had to go do something for somebody, and he was just tired. Yeah, sure. You know, he's burned out. Sure. But you know, and he said, uh, you know, if I but if I don't go do this, you know, amaze was for nothing. Yeah. And, that there uh, is, and and you know, to learn, you know. Yeah, that there is this, you know, that we then go from not just we are not just meant to be there to receive. Yeah. Period. Right. Right. Wow, um, we're supposed to do something with this yeah, that we get? Yeah, yes. give, man. And and also, <laughs> this is we are supposed to not just be so thankful that Christ sees us with new eyes. We are supposed to see others with new eyes. Uh-huh. Right? And be happy for them that they have this same opportunity that we had, um, regardless of what point of their journey, um, their life journey, how much of their time is left, regardless of what they've done. We should be really glad um, that there isn't a list of sins um, that are unforgivable, right? We should be really glad of that um, because you might be terrified what's on that list. You know, uh, Jesus has called people from all uh, walks of life to do all types of ministry. But as far as I can tell, he hasn't called any of us to be bench warmers. Well, yes, absolutely. Right. And and again, like you, you know, you even see like different callings happening. Right. You know, you look at Paul and Paul has his ministry to the Gentiles. You look at Luke, um, who, you know, seems to be, you know, a hanger on of Paul. But, you know, but your main thing that you get from Luke is Luke ended up being this great biographer of Jesus and of Paul and of the early church. Right. We call these books Luke and Luke to Acts of the Apostles. Uh You see Theophilus in my own work. Right. Yes. Um, In my my former work and you see you see Peter who is called to this larger leadership role you see James the brother of Jesus mm-hmm. who is called who isn't even one of the original 12 but ends up in leadership you see Mary right who has her own very mm-hmm. distinct both the Marys have their own very distinct place right mm-hmm. but all of them are to take action yeah. right um and all of us are meant to be in this welcoming process um and that's probably about as good as place as any uh to bring this show in for a landing this yeah. evening um yes there's a lot going on right now friends there's a lot uh, in this there's a lot in this one right like and i and i I, we could do a really traditional read of this that is just like, isn't it so glad that we're the younger son? And it is. Like, I don't want to throw, I'm not rejecting that reading. It is the bulk of the text. There's just more to it. There's yeah. a lot more to it because like one third of this text is the older brother. But wait, there's right? like more. If you, look, if you look at it structured on the page, one third of this text 
is the older brother and and looping the Pharisees in. Uh, I was just saying, when you look at that context of looping right. them in, it, yeah. it almost means like he was setting this story up to draw you in and then hit his main point, which wasn't aimed about the forgiveness of sinners as it's much as Pharisees. what are you, are do you going to be a part of the forgiveness yeah, of sinners? Exactly. Right. There is. The sinners are at the table. So oh, there yeah. is the like... The welcome home stuff is there, right? And I don't want to, but I also want us to challenge. I always want to challenge us past the surface normal reading mm-hmm. of because there's a lot, especially to a parable this <laughs> deep. There's a lot more to it when you give it its full context. Anyways, if you have feedback uh, for this show, uh, you can leave a comment here on Facebook, over on our YouTube channel, on our website, palestinegrace.com slash videos. You can email us, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. You need an audio-only version of this show. Uh, just search Scripture Talk by Grace Church in your podcatcher of choice. And we will indeed be back with a little bit of luck next Monday um, at 6 p.m. But in the meantime, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Fear not. Stay well. God is with us.